Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. And we're back. This is Sister On You Stay. And this is Sister Veritas. And we're here with Let Love Podcast. With the Sisters of Life. And we are going to continue to dive into the gospel of life. We're hitting the first chapter, the first part of the first chapter. And uh, it's going to be a real fun time, sister. It's awesome. But I was even thinking like... The gospel of life, being a sister of life, it's like, before we, you know, jump into the document, it's like, I just love being a sister of life. Yes. Because basically, like, we just get to encounter life in so many places and so many different people. And just the regional differences of being received as a sister of life are (laughs) so awesome. It's awesome. And funny. And very funny. I know, like, I was up in um, Canada. Oh, yeah. My homeland. Your homeland. And I was at the North American Martyr Shrine up there. Oh, gorgeous. It's fabulous. But they have kind of like this exhibit where like they have people who are dressing up like old Jesuits and like uh, people from, you know, way back when. Fur traders and things. Yes. Yeah, like a historical reenactment site. Exactly. Yeah. And so I was walking around. I didn't really realize that. And but I did quickly because people started coming up. (laughs) They wanted pictures with me. They started (laughs) asking me questions about the exhibit. And it it took me a bit. But then I realized, oh, they think I'm part of the exhibit. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, And I don't know. What have you bumped into sister well you know that we we um in maine recently we were in yeah. maine recently your your homeland oh yes yeah. my homeland which i loved it was good amazing people. good people and uh we were <laughs> we were hosting this like women's day of recollection mm-hmm. and so we had set up all these tables like on the road mm-hmm. on the street because you know some women could it was between the church and the parish hall there's not much traffic yeah yeah exactly yeah, and it was so, working out yeah and there's like more room to mingle and mm-hmm. mix and the sunshine and people could we had like tables with like uh, muffins and things on mm-hmm, top mm-hmm. and so the i think all the, the women were still in like prayer some conference to a talk. yeah a talk and this big um this truck comes by and, and stops right by <laughs> one of these tables with all the muffins <laughs> And sister, that when a sister was there, she, she's, uh, she goes, oh hi, and he he comes out and he she goes, hi, welcome to the Women's Day of Recollection, <laughs> and he takes his hand and just like fistfuls a ton of like a bunch of muffins. He's like, I'm sorry, I could not stop. <laughs> it's just fabulous, awesome. But he felt free, you know. He felt free. It was Received. a wonderful. That's awesome, sister. Isn't that great? Yeah. See, Mainers, it's like all about community. I love Maine. Yeah, I love it. It's awesome. Even if you can go south, Alabama. I've never been there, but I want to go. Okay, so I was driving through Alabama with uh, my family. Uh, this was just a couple of years ago, and we stopped at like a Jack in the Box to get a milkshake. Oh, yeah. What's a Jack in the Box? I think it's like a fast food restaurant. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. You know, just kind of pulled off. And I stepped out course full habit and um, my milkshake and there was a truck <laughs> coming around the bend from the drive-thru mm-hmm. and again er, you know it stops the car <laughs> and he rolls down his window of course it's a manual so it was really nice and dramatic and he's like man i've never seen one of you before are you for real 
And I was like, yeah, I'm for real. I'm like, my name's Sister Annie Stay. And he's like, well, my name's Running Bear. I'm like, I'm going to pray for you, Running Bear. And he's like, that's my nickname. I'm like, amen. God knows it. Just a really great guy and a really fun encounter. That's so fabulous. It is amazing. Like the people you meet, like, I mean, just thinking, going, skipping over to Long Island, yeah, our, our homeland our backyard. here. Backyard. Excellent place. But one sister was, she'd just given a talk at this event. And this woman comes up to her and totally, you know, from Long Island. And I'm going to try to attempt the accent, but she's like, the message intoxicating. <laughs> but it's fab. Like, it's it's true, awesome. though. It's like, it, it's really beautiful. It's awesome. And that is, sister, it's like life. It's mm-hmm. like uh, the places we grow up in, we live in, uh, they shape us, they form us. There's so many beautiful mm-hmm. uh, regional differences and national differences and yet united in mm-hmm. this gift of life. And I think... Being a sister of life, we have the blessing of, of just encountering so many um, different people and seeing this mm-hmm. trace of glory that is God inscribed in their hearts. Yeah. And you see God. And it's an incredible blessing. And I want to tap into chapter one. I love chapter one. Of the gospel of life. Mm-hmm. As we lean into the sacred gift of human life and come to a deeper understanding of the summons God makes to each of us to live in truth to that gift. How beautiful. Should we pray? Let's pray. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Jesus, we praise you. We thank you for giving us the gift of life, for giving us yourself, for calling us uh, to communion with you. We ask you right now, Lord, to fill us with your spirit. Um, Help us uh, to know your love, to know your life, to open our, our hearts, our minds. Um, to hear your word, to receive it, and let it bear abundant fruit that we can uh, flourish as you desire us to, that we could become who you made us to be, become truly ourselves, uh, truly alive. We entrust um, ourselves and all those in our lives and our hearts to you and to our Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of, full of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady, Mother of Life, pray for us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So how do we kick this off? Like, okay. wh- what's, uh, what's first? Okay, so maybe I can give a little bit of an overview, and then let's take up three points for today. So we'll talk about chapter one in this episode and in the next episode. And again, Perfect. it won't be comprehensive. There's a lot here, mm-hmm. but we're just going to hit some highlights. Totally. And, and again, I just want to mention, we're going to be posting some reflective questions, reflection questions uh, with each episode. And eventually that will become uh, like a study guide. So look out for that. That sounds awesome, sister. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, chapter one. Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, yeah, it's entitled The Voice of Your brother's blood cries to me from the ground and it's basically whoa um it gets pretty dramatic pretty fast it's not light it's no. not light no and in, in a sense it's it's speaking of present day threats to human life and as sisters of life we have the blessing of reading this document studying mm-hmm. this document mm-hmm. in formation and i think before we dive in sister even to this first chapter uh it's diving in with great reverence for our own hearts mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for our own experiences because this gospel of life, this document, can be a real confrontation. Definitely. With ways that perhaps we have chosen 
um, mm-hmm. in a way that didn't reverence our life or another's life. Mm-hmm. Perhaps another has mm-hmm. acted against us in that way. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we're like, whoa, you know, as John Paul II speaks a lot about a culture of death. Mm-hmm. And we're like, whoa, I'm living and breathing in it. Right. And it's affecting me. Right. And it's affected the way I think and the way that I see. And I think, uh, I think for us as Sisters of Life, having a great reverence, mm-hmm. um, a great patience and a great humility that, yeah, we've all been touched by this. And to have great compassion, to allow the loving gaze of the Lord to to walk with you and to look at your heart with you mm-hmm. as you walk through this text. Uh, because I think the Holy Spirit will illumine different places that he illumines, not to condemn, but actually to bring life mm-hmm. and to allow us to receive his gift of life more deeply. Sister, I'm so grateful you said that. I think it's so important because, yes, like I know I, I had mentioned last episode about um, this document is written with such love and you experience mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But it's um, he, it's like John Paul II on the Lord, but it's like a love that, that doesn't shy away from talking about hard things. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, what is the Lord trying to get at our hearts and our, our flourishing and our, our true life, our true love? So, Amen, um, sister. yeah, so I'm just grateful that, you know, just to be real with it. Amen. And to not, yeah, to not be afraid if something rubs or, or it's like, gosh, why I need to look into this more or um, I need to explore this more. Yeah, I think it's so important, sister. Amen. Amen. Well, and I think that's where this this first chapter leads into is the hard stuff that basically John Paul II notes that there's many threats to human life um, and that this is flowing from a number of different things, which will impact more mm-hmm. uh, in the next episode. But the way that we use our freedom, the way that we may or may not be in relationship with God, that all of these things can even can either build a culture or allow culture to move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And that we want to work towards building up marriages and family uh, cultures and mm-hmm. society and focus on serving the common good and the dignity of each individual person. Mm-hmm. But I think to be able to identify what types of things do that, we have to kind of go back to the beginning. Yeah. And I think first point we're going to talk about is the reality that we have a God of life. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we're going to talk about this shadow of death that, mm-hmm we know is in our world. Yep. And we're going to look at the story of Cain and Abel. We're mm-hmm. going to go back to the beginning. And then third, we're going to talk about the antidote towards that, which is solidarity and what that actually looks like mm-hmm. um, as we are seeking to be agents of life. That sounds awesome. And love. Sister. I think? love that. Let's dive in. Okay. Yeah. So first he begins the chapter by noting that quote, God did not make death and he does not delight in the death of the living. God created man in the image of his own eternity. It's awesome. It's pretty awesome. It's awesome. Actually, this makes me think immediately. Mm-hmm. I know it's a stretch. Oh, gosh. Captain Marvel. Ooh. I, I do like her. Yes. I recently saw a video on her, a video, movie on her. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> did you think? Like, but it's like, it's so exciting. And you see she's like, you know this kind of like eternal figure and like has all this amazing power and you mm-hmm. know flies the universe and all that. But like, I mean, people eat these up, these yeah. Marvel movies up. And it's they're like, compelling. They're so compelling. But why? It's because I think it, it kind of touches on something that mm-hmm. we all know and desire in our hearts. It's like that, that we're not just made for this world. We're made for eternity. We're made for greatness. We, we kind of have this sense of our, our own um, 
like possibility to to become who we really are yeah um, sister and i don't know that kind of movie it just kind of it touches on that somehow i mean i think marvel comic books that's that's kind of the compelling piece i think of whether you're watching one on Iron Man or Captain America or Captain Marvel or Black Widow or any of these other figures, the Hulk. It's like you're watching them step into their gifts. Mm -hmm. You're watching them step into kind of their calling, Mm -hmm. um, the glory that Mm -hmm. has been inscribed in them. And I think that is compelling to the human spirit because that ultimately is the human vocation, Mm -hmm. is becoming who we were made to be in God. And that we're made in his image and likeness and we're made unique and unrepeatable. Mm -hmm. And that's an awesome epic that each of us are called to live and, mm-hmm. and really take responsibility to discover yeah. in and through our relationship with God. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, it's like, and this is like, why is this document being written? Like why? Because the stakes are so high actually, yeah, because sister. every person is of infinite value and worth. Like this is important. Like you are important mm-hmm. to the heart of God yeah, sister. and he is fighting for you and wants you to know this truth. And that's why, I mean, that's why this document exists actually. It's so powerful sister. Yeah. And as you speak, it's like, that's where we have to begin. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as we're going to walk through the valley a bit is remembering mm-hmm. that we have a God of life. Remembering that we have a God who is pulling for us and active. His life is active within us to bring us home, mm-hmm. back to his heart. And keeping that in view as we also acknowledge the other piece of reality, which is that through the devil's envy and the sin of our first parents, death entered into the world mm-hmm. and that is real we see it we feel it yep. um our hearts can be very heavy by this reality that we see in our lives and others in our communities and our families and we see and this brings us to our second point the shadow of death that it didn't take long and we talked about this in an earlier season mm-hmm. didn't take long it's very, it was for, very unfortunate right brother to act against a brother yeah. for there to be a murder yeah a brother who killed his brother, Cain and Abel. But John Paul II highlights this as having universal significance for us, Mm -hmm. actually, to to look at this event and um, to pay attention, actually, that we're all vulnerable to acting in this way. And even this document says and acknowledges that God acknowledges to Cain, sin waits at the door of our hearts. Its desire is for you, but you must master it. Mm-hmm. There's a call and a summons here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this more, like um, the next the next episode. But just like you know, Cain falls, but it says it's really beautiful. It says that like God does not interrupt his dialogue with Cain. You know, mm. he's constantly calling him um, to conversion. That's and, beautiful. Um, and he respects our freedom, and we'll talk about freedom next episode. But he respects our freedom even to the point of. Um, of sin and death, right? Even to the point of his own sin and death on the cross. Mm. Um, and we can, we'll unpack that more, but yeah, it's really beautiful. And John Paul II talks about how the Lord basically, um, you know, puts a mark on Cain um, that, you know, that he not be killed, but he, he talks about the paradoxical, paradoxical mystery of the merciful justice of God. Ooh, it's so beautiful. Um, What's that about? It's almost like, well, he talks about, John Paul II talks about not even a murderer loses his personal dignity. Mm. Um, and the Lord kind of pl- says, pledges himself to guarantee this. Um, and that, you know, God can bring a greater good out of, out of evil and suffering, greater than if it hadn't happened at all. 
Um, and it's, it's actually really, really beautiful that um, there's like, no one has ever lost cause, you mm. know, the Lord um, pursues our hearts to the last. This actually reminds me of um, a gentleman named Jacques Fesch, uh, who was, he's actually um, put into prison for murder. He murdered a French police officer um, and he, he, he was born in 1930 and, and died in 1957, had, a I think, a hard life, murdered this mm. police officer, was put into prison, but in prison experienced this profound conversion to the Lord um, and really became like a man of deep prayer and deep love of the Lord. Um, and he, there's a lot of letters from him that they've, they've kept. And actually to the point that his cause has been put forward for canonization, that he actually wow. um, became holy awesome. in prison while serving a sentence for the murder he was um, guilty of. And it's like, to me, this is like a story of like Cain and Abel gone, you know, like the, the mercy, the paradoxical mercy of God, um, you know, that, that he, the Lord strives to redeem every soul. Amen. Um, and it's just really beautiful. It's beautiful sister, this God of communion mm-hmm. uh, that we go forth from God, but he will be drawing us back to himself. Mm-hmm. God is ever active within us, Mm -hmm. calling us back, Mm -hmm. leading us back home. Yeah, It's a message of great hope Mm -hmm. because I think, and this is where just a place of examine, Mm -hmm. uh, to really examine our hearts uh, for those of us who want to be at the service of life. It's actually fostering within our minds, our hearts, our souls, kind of a radar for this spirit of contempt Mm -hmm. for human life. Mm -hmm. This spirit that is ultimately behind every act of killing. This spirit that, as um, the Lord says to Cain, its desire is for you, but you must master it. Mm -hmm. That we are called to exercise all the strength of our hearts and of our wills and to train our minds to be able to reject Mm -hmm. um, and to confront this spirit as it's active in us and um, around us. So, so, So what am I talking about? Basically... Yes, behind every act of killing, um, even the spirit that is behind self-condemnation, mm-hmm. a spirit that would accuse you mercilessly, blame you, condemn you, mm-hmm. um, displace your value, mm. that is not of God. No. That is not of God. Yeah. Any uh, spirit that would provoke you to kill, mm-hmm. to begin to slander your brother, to malign, to mm-hmm. speak ill of, mm-hmm. um, to deface, in a sense, mm-hmm. that sacred image um, in the person next to you or before you, mm-hmm. um, to confront that spirit. I mean, and this is where it's like, whoa, it's a, it's an incredible confrontation to hold sacred the good name, mm-hmm. your good name and the name of the person next to you. Yeah. It's a high call that the Lord has given us freedom to choose to love. Mm -hmm. And we have to be on the lookout um, for this spirit of contempt against human life. It's running rampant. And in this document, John Paul II, you're right, he doesn't mince words Mm -hmm. when he speaks of the unbridled attacks on the dignity of the human person. And that basically at the root of every act of violence, he says, against one's neighbor, he says that there is a concession to the thinking of the evil one, the one who was a murderer from the beginning. And for us to to just call a spade a spade, Mm -hmm. this is not the spirit of God, and it's not for the children of God, because God asks us to love one another, and Mm -hmm. that's what he's made us to do. Mm -hmm. 
So it is. It's just a, an important point of examination. And Definitely. I know as sisters, it's um, we live in community, yeah. right? Yeah. And the call to love is before us all the time. It is. There's 17 sisters in this convent. It's amazing. And there it is. It's 17 personalities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or learning to love, actually. Mm-hmm different people, Mm -hmm. different ways of doing things, Mm -hmm. even though, yeah, we might be on the same schedule, but it's, it's an incredible, um, call to love. And I know living 14 years in community. Wow. Wow. It opens up the fields of your heart precisely where you say, I can't, no, I can't be patient there. Mm -hmm. It's just too much. No, I can't love there. I just don't got it. No, I can't Mm -hmm. precisely there. Yeah. Um, Allowing space for the Holy Spirit to come in and say, no, no, I can. Yeah. Because the Spirit of God will lead me and strengthen me and allow me to. Mm-hmm. And it's an awesome thing to learn to love. Yeah. It's really true, sister. And it's healing, honestly. Because it's mm-hmm. like, as you're saying, like the evil one, he's all about division, dividing um our hearts, our minds, our families, our communities. But it's like the Spirit of God, He is about unity. He's about solidarity. He's about communio. And it's possible. It's actually possible. It's I mean, possible. look at Jesus and the, the disciples, right? He, he took 12 very different men, very different men. Mm, sister. And, and they yeah. became, you know, a unity, you know, united in the Spirit. And it's, it's really beautiful and powerful. And, and John Paul II talks about in the document the need for solidarity, actually. The question, am I my brother's keeper? Yeah. And it's like, yes, you know, we are, actually. Um, it, he talks about Cain refuses to accept the responsibility which every person has, has towards others. And um, John Paul II connects this posture of heart, of this refusal of responsibility, with a lack of solidarity towards um, society's weakest members and indifference toward others, you know, and which also precipitates in kind of we, we alienate ourselves from ourselves, you know, and there's this um, kind of solitude and searching and mm. but we're called to be with mm-hmm. and for the other one, one heart at a time. Like it's not, I think, as you're saying, in community life it's also not complicated, like it yes, can be challenging sure. at times, but it's there's a simplicity to it. Like the sister in front of me, one heart at a time, Amen, receiving sister. her, delighting in her for her, um, not trying to unpack or impose or, um, you know, pick her apart. No, receiving mm-hmm. her. Let her be who yeah, she is. As the, gift, as the gift she is. That's beautiful, sister. Yeah. Well, and it's moving us beautifully into, in a sense, the third point that we were going to talk about. Um, and again, solidarity as the answer to John Paul II cites that we have many modern day Herods and Pharaohs. Uh, he quote, humanity today offers us a truly alarming spectacle. Wow. Yeah. He speaks of widespread, normalized, extensive attack on life, um, that there is currents of thought and attitudes that kind of fuel this spirit of individualism or the me monster like me 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 (laughs) and i know that monster right we all know this we all know the monster um and he puts forth basically yes solidarity Mm -hmm. and as you were saying sister it's actually not rocket science i think as sisters of life we started from nothing 30 years ago yeah it was an inspiration in the heart of our founder cardinal Mm o'connor and here we go what did we start to do we started to be who we were as sisters of life mm-hmm. and basically love the person next to us. Yeah. And if you look at all of our different apostolates, it's not rocket science. No. It's loving the person in front of you, as you were saying, one heart at a time. Mm-hmm. 
And then you watch the miracles happen. I mean, it's amazing to see what God has done, is doing, and what he loves to do when we simply orient our hearts towards this invitation Mm -hmm. and give him permission. It's amazing, sister. And actually, it makes me think of, um, as many things make me think of the Lord of the Rings. Mm. You know, this huge epic, um, basically drama um, of good and evil and the little hobbits bringing, you know, destroying Mm -hmm. the ring of power. But it's like, that's, I mean, that's what we're all called to, like the the way of the hobbit, you know, little one at a time, Um, each person being unique and unrepeatable. And, but it's like, and, and you think like everything, um, in our culture that is like, that is, um, hurting people that is causing great suffering in in the heart Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. families and, um, dividing hearts like abortion, um, you know, euthanasia, like you name it. It's like the answer to that is Jesus Christ, but solidarity in Jesus Christ, Amen, sister. you know, and his life. And I, yeah, I love what you're saying, sister. Well, and even like, I don't know, what's an image? What does it look like? Mm. Well, you know, I, I had mentioned last episode, Mm -hmm. my friend, who I, I will call Chris again. Um, <laughs> but Chris had fallen out of a tree and uh, basically broke his back and, mm-hmm. and is basically quadriplegic. Just another story about him. I was so moved um, that there's an event he was at and his family loves him so much. His brothers love him so much. I was thinking about this in relation to being our brother's keeper, you know, and his brothers um, basically tied their legs to his. So one of them tied you know, his left leg to their right leg and his right leg to their wow. left leg so that the, he, he could stand up between them and they could like walk him around. Okay, that's awesome. You know, so he could so he could awesome. really be part of And it's like, that's what solidarity looks like. That's what love looks like. Like, remember that image. I want to remember that image forever. Mm-hmm. That's being my brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. And I am willing to like commit myself to them, to, to like bind myself to there them, it is. that they may stand and hold their head high. Wow, sister. That's, that is solidarity. That's it. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, and even as you're speaking, um, it reminds me of of a man that I learned about uh, through a documentary that I watched called The Dropbox. I have never seen it. But okay. I've heard amazing things. It's actually pretty extraordinary. And this man is deeply inspiring to me. His name, uh, again, he's from South Korea, so I may, uh, my Korean is not all that sharp, but his name <laughs> is Pastor Lee Jong Rock. And I I would love to stand corrected. But basically, since 2009, Pastor Lee became aware that many children in South Korea were being abandoned. Mm. Um, He actually constructed a box like that had a warmer in it and basically and started spreading the word just that rather than abandoning her child, a woman could simply anonymously drop her baby in the box and that that baby would be cared for. Wow. How beautiful, sister. Isn't this awesome? It's amazing. So believe it or not. So this was just a little inspiration in his heart uh, that the Lord led him through his life of faith, your life of prayer, and also the experience he had with his own son who was born with uh, some level of disability and kind of working through his own heart to receiving the gift of that child. Mm -hmm. Um, He actually, since 2009, more than 630 babies have been saved and many adopted. Uh, And it's pretty incredible. Uh, And I encourage anyone to read more about him. But basically... outrageous. That's outrageous. Isn't that outrageous? It's outrageous. Uh, And his, his own journey of faith and... But basically, Pastor Lee has built 
an entire community of faith, whether it was because his son was actually in the hospital for years mm. at the beginning of his life, people began to ask him, will you pray mm. for me? Will you pray with us? At one point, and this is South Korea, he had 70 people in a hospital room just praying. Wow. And they're like, what's going on? And he's like, I didn't invite them. And, <laughs> which was probably true that the Lord gathered them in yeah. his name. And that actually miracles mm. started happening that God answered their prayers. And, and Pastor Lee would say, you know, do you believe in Jesus? And watching the transforming power of Jesus go to the work wow. in these people's lives. It's um, amazing. And imagine the difference that he's made in the lives of these 630 children mm-hmm. um, who have been given a chance uh, to live mm-hmm. and parents who have adopted these children. So if you see his yes, one mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. the ripple effect of that mm-hmm. and the power of that mm-hmm. and just being faithful it's to amazing. that prompting in his heart and and just having a little drop box it's outside of his little home in South Korea. And it's it's an incredible thing. It's a really neat documentary to watch. It's called The Dropbox. I definitely want to see it. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just hearing you, you describe it, sister. And it, it makes me think of the scripture where Jesus tells his disciples, you know, he who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives the one who sent me. You know, wow. like when we receive each other, um, we receive the Lord, you know. And it's like, like it's amazing. Like if we live this, what the Lord is talking about, what He's inviting us to, to mm-hmm. see the other person not as a threat or a burden, mm-hmm. but as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. It is amazing, sister, and it's powerful. And I think I love reflecting on experiences where I have felt received. Mm-hmm. The power of that, mm-hmm. the privileged times I've I've been in a place to receive another in their vulnerability, mm-hmm. and what that does for my heart, mm-hmm. uh, the gift that that brings, the blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a grace and a gift in it. Uh, living in that exchange yeah. that we're called to live in, and yet also being real with, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's it requires sacrificial love. Mm-hmm. It requires us to forget about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It requires courage, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's why too we need we need prayer in all of this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, whoa, we're just, we're just getting started here. And I, yet before we go, sister, I know I, I, we're just scratching the surface. Any it challenges? Like, it's like, so there's so much. Uh, yeah, I have a challenge. It's a big gospel, the gospel of life. It's a big one. It's at the heart of Jesus message. Amen. I didn't make that up. John Paul II said that. Amen. My, my, before you go, my challenge would be, um, just come to the Lord in prayer and just marvel first at the fact that you are. Mm-hmm. that you exist and just think of yourself like you know how, how have the lord made you you're this tall you have this color hair this mm-hmm. color eyes like all your quirks and and gifts and and just think about like god made me he wants me he's choosing me right now amen um and i think just marvel with him at like the fact that he wants you forever that you're you're made for eternal life Whoa. um and yeah, just I, I would say sit sit with the Lord for a bit and just yeah think about that, um, and then if if that's hard to think about or, or even ask the Lord, Lord increase my desire for that life to live that eternal life, um, put that desire in my heart, and He will, He will. That's but beautiful. that yeah that would be my my challenge time of prayer. Beautiful sister. Mm-hmm. What about you? Amen. Um, I think again as we start to allow this document the gospel of life to confront our hearts. Like let's lean in and go there. You know that uh, John Paul II in number seven, Mm -hmm. he talks about this shadow of meaninglessness, right? Um, 
I think we've all been touched by it. Yeah. I think we can all taste it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can be, have the deepest of faith and deep conviction in the, our Lord, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And yet, yeah, there is a shadow mm-hmm. uh, that we are dealing with in our pilgrimage home on mm-hmm. the side of the veil. And I think, again, sister, a call to prayer mm-hmm. is is sitting down and being real with these places, first of all, naming them. Mm-hmm. Because I think in doing that, um, there's a lot of ways that it, it helps to, A, not get bullied by them, mm-hmm. uh, not uh, allow it to provoke us to despair, but actually to say, this is real, mm-hmm. the shadow of death. And this is where I feel it in my heart. This is where I mm-hmm. experience it in a relationship. This is where I see it in the life of another. This is where I, f- I feel it burdening my life of family or in my job or, or wherever it might be. And right there, standing and inviting mm-hmm. the Lord to come right there, to bring his life, uh, to actually be humbly real mm-hmm. with that place, I think is a huge first step to possessing it so that we can turn mm-hmm. it over and surrender it to gain and to pull down the new life that we desire. Does so really, not an easy thing. No, but a really real important. Yeah. 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 That's really awesome. Really beautiful. Amen. As we allow that transforming power of Christ's love and mm-hmm. this God of life into our lives, mm-hmm. we become incredible agents mm-hmm. to bring that life to others. It's so true. You know, it's like the light shines in the darkness and the darkness will not overcome it. Amen, sister. Yeah. That's awesome. Sister, thank you. That's really beautiful. Well, it's a gift to be with you, sister. To and be again, you. more to come. Yep. But hopefully a nice little dip in the pool. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and next time we'll be talking about Uh, part two of chapter one and look out again for those reflection questions and uh we encourage you to follow along as you if you desire uh, and as we read the document uh over this this season and we have that link posted so you can find it there so um maybe we should close in a prayer let's do it in the name of the father son holy spirit amen jesus we believe that you are lord over our minds our hearts our souls We believe that you are Lord uh, in the life of our families, uh, at our workplace, in the towns and cities that we live in. Um, Jesus, we believe in you, in your life, in your resurrection, and we entrust our hearts to this resurrection. We give your resurrection permission uh, to come into all the places we desire it most, all the places where you desire to bring it most. And we thank you ahead of time, Father, for your provident care. As we simply say, glory be to the Father, to to the the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and will be forever. forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. God bless and keep you all. We're praying for you. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.